are live. Okay. Hello, hello. Did you hear that? <laughs> that was my throat. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to Be The Light Podcast. Um, I just wanted to thank you all for the first one. Um, it's called Forgiveness Within. If you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to that. Uh, we got a lot of great feedback and a lot of... It kind of blew us out of the water. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't anticipating No, that. I don't think we really knew what to expect, but... That was awesome. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> it definitely got me pumped to do this one. Um, it's been a couple of weeks. We are still trying to figure out the weekly schedule on how we're going to do this, if we're going to do it every week, every, bi-weekly or whatever. But So, I am excited to be back. How me are too. you? I'm great. Um, it's Palm Sunday. It's a beautiful day. Yesterday was not beautiful. What today is. <laughs> um, yeah, the weather here, my allergies are a mess. I know. Everybody is sick. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. One day in Tennessee, it's 35 degrees. Next day, it's 75 and snowing. It was snowing yesterday. Yeah. It did. It flurried a little bit. And Friday, I was at lunch with a girl, and I was like, it literally looks like it's snowing outside. And Jordan said he was mowing in the snow. Yeah. Uh, And it's like people say about Tennessee, well, if you don't like the weather, just stay a week. It'll change. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't that the truth? Because when we went to FedEx, it was sleeting. Yeah. It was like noon-ish it was yeah yeah when I got home Friday it was hailing or sleeting oh my goodness one of the two and I'm just like it's April right um I thought we were done with this I already (laughs) put all my sweaters away because it's April enough you never know you never know honestly so um this week is leading up to Easter and I feel like a lot of people don't really know the story behind Easter or even, like, what it means to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's go into that. What, okay. is, what does that mean to you? Um, well, like, I like to call this week Betrayal Week mm-hmm. um, because it's the week that Jesus got into Jerusalem to be crucified and... Judas betrayed him and handed him over. Peter denied him three times. Um, So I think it's also important to not only remember, like, the resurrection and how awesome that is, but also what happened leading up to that and how it was all destined to happen in the way that it did. It was very intentional. Yes. Yeah. I like that. I feel like um, for the longest, for me, all I really knew was... Easter was the day Jesus came back. He rose mm-hmm. from the dead, you know? And I feel like now as I'm growing into my faith, I'm starting to learn what Palm Sunday is mm-hmm. and what Thursday is, the day that he actually got betrayed and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so this is kind of a learning experience for me. And I know for a lot of people, especially a lot of people that I know, don't really know anything about this week mm-hmm. or or anything like that. So could you go into the Palm Sunday aspect of it? Yeah, um, so John chapter 12 is where that kind of starts. Um, so Jesus rode into, so word got out that Jesus was coming into town, into Jerusalem. And so there were people, you know, excited about that. Those that have heard of all the miracles and teachings that he had been doing leading up to this. And so they were excited for him to come in. So they... Um, we're welcoming him by like laying down their like prayer shawls, like to f- lay on his path that he would use to come into the town, and they would lay palm palm mm. leaves down. 
Um, so that's like where the poem comes into. But the I think the most important thing is, or what I like the most is that he rode in on a donkey, um, which is in back in their times it was a um, symbol of like you know the king of the world would not come in on a donkey he would come in on like a white stallion or something like that but the humility that Jesus is and teaches like that was a symbol of that and I really love that picture of him coming in humble and ready to lay down his life for everybody right right that's good that's good I feel like that just goes to show like I'm we're so distracted by the the worldly things and the ways of the world and and what we think it should look like when Jesus came in on a donkey, you know, mm-hmm. like the greatest of the greatest could have came in on anything else, but he comes in on a donkey and and it it doesn't matter about anything worldly or any kind of what car you drive or this that or other to show a certain type of symbol. It's what's on the inside. If that makes sense. Right. And I'm trying to look here to see if there's anything, any notes in the Passion that say, like, because I feel like the palm leaves. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, This says, the palm tree is a symbol of triumph, victory over death. Palm grows in the desert and overcome the arid climate. Deborah sat under a palm tree as a judge in Israel and received the strategy to overcome her enemies. Hmm little interesting to that is interesting things you don't know Mm -hmm. honestly and another thing about this week and about easter in general was god was intentional and had this plan for jesus before he even put him into the womb of mary Mm -hmm. you know and intentionality is really big in our today in our faith in our in owning our day and and going after goals and everything you know and i feel like a lot of times people don't realize the importance of being intentional because when you're not intentional, you're not growing within your purpose for God. So you're not going to be in a position of obedience for mm. you to be able to hear him when he brings an opportunity for, for to you. Right. And there's daily opportunities out there, but we have to be prepared. And if we're not being intentional, then we're not going to be able to be prepared. Right. And, um, I just feel like just that whole, the whole week leading up to it, because there's, there was times where I hear of Jesus, you know, going to God and being like, is there another way, you know, Mm -hmm. can we do something different, you know, but no, there's not, this is how it has to be. Well, and interesting, I, in Bible study on Wednesday this week, we are in, um, Matthew 26 and we were studying Jesus's prayers in the garden um, before he went into Jerusalem, and he was praying like, "Lord, if you can take this suffering from me, like, can you? Like, basically, mm-hmm. is there another way?" But Suzanne taught us that um, it wasn't the cross that he was praying against; it was him in the desert, like literally at his weakest moment, like he felt as if he was going to die right there in the desert. Like, he's like, Lord, take this suffering from me so that I can fulfill this purpose that you have for me. Mm. And of course, you know, he didn't die there in the desert. He made it to Palm Sunday and then through the week of persecution and betrayal and to the cross, which was the fulfillment that was his purpose. That's good, though. Yeah. Hmm. I never, like, I always thought, like, he was 
praying like don't crucify me like I really don't want to do this if there's another way we can do this but no he knew that that was his purpose he was just praying for strength to get there right Mm. and a lot of times we keep talking about purpose a little bit I keep hearing it come up and a lot of times there and even for myself I feel like now that I keep praying on it I feel like God keeps putting it the desires on my heart but we people don't know what their purpose Mm. is and I feel like the longer you try to fumble your brain to figure it out, the more frustrating it mm-hmm. gets when all you have to do is lay it down and pray about it and God will put the desires on your heart. But when he puts those des- desires on your heart, you have to go and be intentional with those mm-hmm. desires and grow in those areas so he can fulfill his purpose within you. And I think that's a day by day, minute by mm-hmm. minute kind of thing. Like we get so caught up in the big picture like what how am I going to save the world and how am I going to do this big thing when really like it it's about each day like filling what you're meant to do for that day Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite verses that I had um that I wanted to read today and I share it all the time because it's such a good one it's Matthew 6 34 let me flip to it real quick and basically he's saying like don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow Mm -hmm. will worry about itself and there's enough stress for tomorrow like get there just get through today and it's um refuse to worry about tomorrow but deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time tomorrow will take care of itself yes so it's like if if we can't focus on today and fill fulfill what we need to get done today and what our purpose is for today then how are we even going to face tomorrow? Right. Like if we're so stressed about tomorrow, we may miss the per like the sign today. We may right. miss it. And like Jim was <clears throat> preaching today, like he said how like they didn't see it and like mm-hmm. and they missed it. And we miss it all the time because we're so worried about worldly things and earthly things and how are we going to pay the bill this month? But it's like if you just do your work today and make that money today, then God will provide tomorrow. Right. That's true. Yeah. I feel like I've been really, um, focusing on owning my today Mm -hmm. and and that's as, that's as much as I can do because yesterday's gone. Mm -hmm. It's no longer there. And tomorrow is not even real because it's not even here yet. Right. You know? And so I'm actually reading a book called own your every day. Um, but if I've gotten to the point where I've understood if I can master what is on my list today, and what is on for me, my purpose today, then I've won. Right. And I no longer have that anxiety feeling and of feeling like I have to do all these things, especially when it comes to like wanting to start a business and with my fitness and, and this, that, and the other. I, in the beginning, I got really caught up in the big picture and want to make money and have all these big goals and these dreams, and that's fine. But if I can't even get into a place of being intentional with what I have today and what I got going on right now, mm-hmm. how am I going to be able to handle situations when I have all these other things that the world has to offer? Yeah. You know? Well, I like, I just try to remember, like, you know, tomorrow's not even promised. Right. Like, you could do all these things worrying about tomorrow, and then, you know, something may happen tomorrow that completely throws everything off the rails, and now you've wasted today worrying about what you were going to do, but now it's not even going to happen because COVID hit and everything shut down, you know? Like, you never know what's going to happen, and so that's why I think it's just to be in the moment. Yeah. And... For sure. Yeah. 
I feel like it's really hard to do that today and in, 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 yeah. in this day, you know, and it's so easy to look at what everybody else has or what everybody else has going on and stuff like that. But I've just really tried to focus because I've been struggling with anxiety the past couple of weeks and I'm trying to like let it go and understand where the source is coming from and why. And, um, as I'm doing that, I'm also noticing that some of it's coming from not being intentional with my day. Mm-hmm. And so like when I wake up, I try to figure out what I have to do today, what I need to get done, what God has a purpose for me today and mm-hmm. what that is, because sometimes that may be me driving down the road to go to the grocery store to get gas. Cause I got to cut the grass, but then I pass my neighbor and he's walking and he needs a ride, mm-hmm. you know, like just stuff like that. And just being grateful for the day that you have today, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I don't know. Well, I, so I, as an event planner, um, you know, my job is to plan for the future, right. for future dates. And it's easy, so easy to just get so stressed out about, well, well, this, per- this person hasn't contacted me back yet. Like, what am I going to do about, um, the food for this event? Like I can't get anyone locked in or I can't get a space. And, and, you know, I find myself like literally praying to God, like, Lord, <laughs> wherever I'm supposed to have this event or whatever is supposed to be served, like, just make it come, mm-hmm. like bring it to me. And then, in the midst of all that, I end up, like, finding myself trailing behind on, like, meetings and things that are happening today. Like, oh, I'm late to make the coffee. I'm late to get this in the room. And and I get so stressed and, like, the anxiety comes in. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. But I do, like, it always works out. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's no point in worrying mm-hmm. if you have faith that it'll all work out the way it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Another thing I like to say is control the controllables. Mm -hmm. And we can't control anything that's other than right this second. Mm -hmm. You know, like we have no control over how next Friday is going to go. If we have a big date or Mm -hmm. whatever, like we have no control over how this meeting is going to go or this interview is going to go. What we can do is control right now. And so if you are worried about something that's in the future, take it a step back and look at what you can do today Mm -hmm. to prepare you for that instead of just worrying about, you not being there right now, if that makes sense. Um, I want to touch on intentionality a bit because I feel like intentionality helps you understand the importance of your purpose and of your bigger vision and directs your mind and actions to help you achieve that. And I feel like people underestimate the power of intentionality when it comes to what we watch, what we, what we hear, where our focus is, what our day to day is, where our faith is and being intentional with that. And I feel like that's one of the true core values of how you can master your day and continue to walk in a position of a faith in a position of growth in general, because, but you have to understand that that goes in every aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. It's not just being intentional today. It's not just being intentional with, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go work out today you know you have to be intentional with okay you're going to work out but you also have to eat well you also Mm -hmm. have to feed your brain with good things you know because I feel like if your gut's not healthy then your brain's not healthy then your thoughts aren't healthy Mm -hmm. and so not only do you have to eat well but then you have to feed your brain with positivity because there is so much negative in the world and and disagreements in the world to deter us from 
where we truly are meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what do you feel like intentionality is? How do you feel like maybe you can be more intentional in your, in your day to day, or maybe you feel like you are becoming more intentional in a certain aspect of your day to day. Like, how does that speak to you, for instance? Well, the last, like, three weeks have been so busy. And I, just like with travel and work and everything, and I've gotten, like, I I started, like, in March saying, like, I want to wake up early, earlier than I normally do so I can just start slow in the morning and not like instantly hop out of bed brush your teeth make coffee and like out the door because that leads into like road rage on the interstate and (laughs) all those things and I've just with how busy everything has been even I was on vacation for a week but I didn't feel like it because I was so busy the whole time I've gotten so far away that like there are days like where I don't even open my bible and read and Mm -hmm. And I have just noticed how big of a, like, effect that has taken on my, like, mental, like, I don't know how to handle situations, like, I get upset and, like, stressed, and versus, like, when I was, at least just, it doesn't even be, like, a big read, just, like, one verse or a devotion or something, like, it has just affected me. It's taken me back like Mm -hmm. 12 steps where I have come, like I had this fire going for so long and it just like stopped Mm -hmm. all of a sudden. And I felt further from God than I have in months. And I'm like, what the heck? Like what has happened to me? Like, what did I do? Like, I can relate though. I can definitely relate. Cause I feel like I don't, I can't pinpoint when anxiety crept in, but when it did, I feel like things started changing with my day to day. Yes, I'm maybe more intentional because I'm doing 75 hard in that aspect, but I'm Mm -hmm. also not diving into my Bible as much, Mm -hmm. like you said. And I feel like there's become some, like, I wouldn't say distance from God, but at one point I feel like I could hear him differently Mm -hmm. than when the anxiety crept in. And so I can relate to that for sure. Well, and the... (laughs) These are the cracks mm-hmm. that the enemy sneaks in and just blows apart. Yep. And uh, this this week, I like was like, you know, I have to just sit down and read something. Mm-hmm. And I get so caught up in like these like seven day devotions, like you have to read it every single day, or like the ones that like have the date on the top, like you have to read it. And like if I miss a day, I'm like, well, skip that day because mm-hmm. I'm on this day now. And I've just realized that like that's not it's not working for me. Um, I have had to figure out like what I want to know and what I'm like passionate about reading. And so I've just like kind of quit with all the like daily devotions and stuff like that. And I've literally just opened my Bible and just started reading. Mm -hmm. Like we've been studying Corinthians in our, um, Bible studies and that's all about Paul and stuff like that. And I was like, I feel like I need to know about Paul. Mm -hmm. So I just started reading Acts. And that has just, like, kept me engaged because it's actually what I feel like I'm needing. Right. Like, what my purpose is to figure this out. Right. So, don't worry about, you know, your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday little book. Like, you can always go back and read that whenever it's time for that. But the time is this right, right now. So, let's focus on that. And it's crazy how, like, I make time for it because mm-hmm. it's, like, 
interesting to me and it's what I'm passionate about. And I think like your purpose comes from your passion. Mm-hmm. And um, once you can find that, like God will reveal what your purpose is in right. that. Um, right. Because if you don't have passion about something, like you're not going to put everything that you have towards it. Right. And I think why, why do something if you can't do it? to the best of your ability he puts these desires on our hearts and we have these passions but i i feel like these passions can be vessels to the purpose um because i also i felt like in the beginning people don't know but when i first started fitness now i'm going on three years i thought i wanted to be a personal trainer Mm -hmm. went to school paid this money some stuff has happened with the testing but now i'm feeling like that's a passion, but that was a vessel to get me somewhere else mm-hmm. and to grow me. That's not necessarily my purpose. And I, I'm feeling the, the disconnect of wanting to even continue to pursue that. And he has laid something else that I have bit, that I have learned through that mm-hmm. on my heart to really feel like that I'm going towards my purpose, you know? Yeah. So I feel like people can mistake the passion for the it being the purpose but I think it can be the vessel getting there mm. we just have to be intentional with going after the desires on our heart because a lot of times people will either have the white the noise from the family members or the self-limiting beliefs within themselves to not pursue the desires on their heart because they don't feel equipped to mm-hmm. but God puts those on our heart for us to fulfill the passion and the purpose that he has right and it's like a a step-by-step process every mm-hmm. single day like if you would have just felt burnout one day and just gave it all up like you would have never gotten to where you're at today right and that's like it's don't worry about tomorrow do it mm-hmm. feel do what you got to do today um whatever that is and if that's taking a break for a day then do that but you know don't give up completely just right. pick it back up the and next i feel like he even when you even when you try to fight it He's going to, he still continues to put these desires on your heart, you know, and you can continue to not fulfill those, Mm -hmm. but you're going to continue to not be fulfilled. Right. You know, because there for a long time, I used to want to do fitness or I used to have this, I have this weird, I'm really weird. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I have this weird thing with numbers and with like finances and stuff. And Mm -hmm. it really didn't fully come into fruition until like the last year and a half. Somehow or or another, I stumbled across the Dave Ramsey podcast and stuff. And just from there and just transitioning our finances. And (laughs) (laughs) some technical difficulties, but we're back. Um, I don't really remember where I left off. There's a purpose to this. But I do remember talking about the desires on your heart. Um, God places those on your heart to be fulfilled every day. And there might not be something you can do today that's going to, uh, there might not be, you can worry about the long-term goal, but there's actions and steps you can take today to fulfill the purpose of the long-term goal that he has for you. He places these desires on our heart um, and knows what we like and knows what we, we have a passion for and he has a a purpose within that to fulfill his purpose mm-hmm. we just have to understand and own every day and be intentional with what we can do today so i have a little note here that i just read that i forgot that i wrote down but it's very good um our god is a purposeful god and he is the 
weaver of all things before we were even born like he knew what every day of our life was, was gonna look like and so this is what I wrote down um, focus on the grace that this day brings put your worries in the hands of the God who has written it all the orchestrator of your yesterday today and tomorrow mm, I love good. that yeah I like that um I just think like we get it's so easy to just get caught up in mm-hmm. all the things that you have to do. And I just, I just hate like feeling like tomorrow. I hate feeling like, oh, I didn't get this done yesterday because mm-hmm. I was so worried about this today. And that didn't even happen today. Right. So I just think it's important to just leave, like leave it all on the field every mm-hmm. single day. Like give it your best and tomorrow will take care of itself yeah tomorrow will bring its own problems too you know like we can't worry about the things that's gonna happen Mm -hmm. because we're we're missing out on on the things that can happen Mm -hmm. right now you know there's so many opportunities in every day we're just we have to be looking for them and we have to be intentional with understanding that because I feel like for me in my position in my old position if I was so focused on what I thought I wanted in the, as the supervisor role over my department of what I was doing, I would have missed this opportunity that I really truly wanted. And I ha- remember speaking on it like a couple years ago, wanting to work from home, but also still be able to go out and meet people and do my work, but not have a company vehicle because <laughs> I don't want to drive somebody else's car, <laughs> you know, and I just want that leniency. But if I don't want to go out, I can just work from the house and, and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. And I also had it on my heart to eventually become a general contractor. And, and I don't know what that looks like. You know, I want to run a construction business. I want to build houses. I want to remodel them. I want to be an investor. You know, I want to do all these things. And, what I had learned I had to do was focus on today and today ended up bringing doing that it ended up bringing into fruition what I wanted you know so now I have an opportunity to meet with general contractors and subcontractors and build that relationship and learn to where I can continue to go where I'm meant to go you know but we can't focus on that if we're not focused on the day and when you're going and like meeting these contractors like what is your energy like uh, well, I haven't went yet. Oh, actually, okay. <laughs> because I just started this role two weeks ago. I um, I think this week will be the first week that I go out. Now, I know most of our general contractors in Nashville because of my last role. Mm-hmm. And I had to schedule them all the work. So, right. like, I've had to talk to them a little bit. But now I'm in the relationship aspect of it. We're going to go eat lunch together. Yeah. We're going to, I'm going to be in the nitty gritty. And you're pumped about of, Oh, that. I'm so, so excited. excited. So okay, excited. so the reason I have this, um quote that says purpose creates perseverance and positivity and once you you have like your purpose or you're on your way to it like there's no doubt like you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing because your energy is just so positive and ready to go and like gonna tackle this thing Mm -hmm. like today for sure and I think about Paul when he was in like his journey Mm -hmm. he was just so like beaten down and like whipped and stoned and thrown in prison several times and um for just preaching the word of the lord and he was just resilient and all that like nothing about that kept him down um even though it could have like you know we get hit with obstacles and it makes us kind of want to like 
go like complain and you know be like why me and stuff like that Paul was never like that he was so just ready to go and like take on the next day whatever that may bring whatever prison cell he finds himself in that day like because he knew his purpose Mm -hmm. he knew what he was doing was inspired by the Lord and that he was bringing people to to God and that was what he was meant to do right and so just like having that confidence in what he was meant to do helped him get through every single day to fulfill that purpose right that's good and I feel like for people that don't know um Paul's name used to be Saul and he actually used to persecute Christians and I feel like a lot of people can maybe listen to this or listen to a church sermon or even just feel and not even go to church because they feel like they're not walking in this perfect image of Mm -hmm. the Lord but Jesus didn't die for the perfect he came for the addicted. He came for the depressed. He came for the people, the murderers. He came for me. He came for, you know, the people that need the help and he can put that purpose within you, you know, but we have to be in a place of obedience and a Mm -hmm. place of willing to, uh, that surrendered place to allow him to do that. And that's what he did with Saul, which is now Paul, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like for a lot of people, they can sit here and be like, well, that's easy for you to say, you know, God gave you your purpose. I'm, you're, I'm still struggling with alcohol. I'm still, you know, struggling with pills or what the hell ever, you know, but that doesn't matter. What matters is surrendering your heart. That way you can allow him to put that purpose within you and to get you to a place for you to be able to start fulfilling that. Yeah. And just trusting it every single day, like having faith, like if it was easy, like what you you wouldn't need the faith. Like, um, there was something I was going to (laughs) say. Gone. Um, hmm. It's Hmm. gone. I just feel like it gives you a greater clarity on, on greater clarity on your today and a greater clarity on the journey and the path that you're on. You know, this, I feel like also we're, we get so stuck into the end goal, but there's never an end goal. Mm -hmm. What I'm noticing is like, I, at one point in time, and I still do this, like we off all week, but I always put my happiness on a particular object or thing, or when I get to this point or when I have X amount of money or this, that, and the other, but that's not the case. You know, you need, we have to find the joy and the happiness within the journey because Mm -hmm. every day has opportunities to get us there. You know, we just have to be grateful and looking towards the, the, the things that we do have and the blessings that come and the end goal. We'll we'll get there. Yeah. So what I was going to say is, um, like, so when Paul was Saul, he was, you know, persecuting believers people like preaching and he one day lord just like came to him and was like stop this is what you're this is what you're gonna do now and that's like if we're too worried about what's down the road and we're not like looking every single day for the opportunities like you're gonna miss it every single time Mm -hmm. and like there's opportunities in every single day and if paul would have not been where he was in that moment like he would have missed it Mm -hmm. and but there was a purpose a divine construction for him to be right where he was in that moment Mm -hmm. for this whole life changing event to occur in him and then he went on to be the planter of millions of churches and I don't know about millions but lots and and um 
he's just one of the most like he he wrote how many he wrote quite a bit of the bible the new testament yeah Mm -hmm. he like probably half yeah um so i just think every day has has its own reason and if we can just get ourselves to just wake up every day and be like all right i'm gonna live for the lord today Mm -hmm. whatever comes my way i'm gonna handle it with his spirit in my heart and whatever that leads to tomorrow will be for tomorrow for sure that's good i was gonna go into um oh man i just had a brain fart myself i was gonna go and you were talking about purpose and talking about every day well i like i just like this thing about oh i'm about to go somewhere with this just be with me um talking about like the creation of the world our planet that we live on is you know so many miles away from the sun it's tilted at a certain degree and it is rotating at a certain amount of speed and then we're also like orbiting the sun at a certain amount of speed and all that is so precise and if one little detail of that were to be off like we would go blasting into the sun or way mm-hmm. or sent out into the freezing like universe and we would all die right. like <laughs> just the per, like the perfection of that and the purpose mm-hmm. like why was earth chosen to be put there and why were we all meant to be right where we are in this very second mm-hmm. is just like overwhelming it is and like we don't feel any of that movement or any of that but we are constantly moving and Mm -hmm. it's like man like that is like there is a reason for all that and we're here in this time like in 2022 for that for a purpose like and we're meant to live out that purpose like I say all the time and I've got to quit like, I'm like, I was born in the wrong decade. Like, mm-hmm. I should have been born in, like, the 70s or 80s. Like, that's the kind of personality that I have, and it would fit perfect. But then, like, I have to remind, like, nope, that was not your purpose. Like, right. you weren't meant to be there. Like, you were born for a time such as this. Right. And whatever that is, and it could change over time, you know, we fulfill one purpose, and then we're on to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I, I say it's never-ending. Yeah. Gotta enjoy the journey. Yeah, and it's once you Yeah, once you hit like you set a goal for yourself, and once you get that, like what, you're not just gonna sit on your couch for the rest of right. your life. Like you gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. Figure something else out, do something else. Um I just think it's it's crazy. I think about that just like divine like creation and detail. And it was all just meant to harvest these like results out of all of us like i I drove past a church sign the other day that said god made a bug's light light up imagine what he can do to you Mm. as in like a lightning bug Mm -hmm. you know like how those are i feel like those are the most those are probably the only bugs i'll freaking touch let's be real i'm terrified (laughs) of bugs but it's just like we have so much more purpose in our life we just have to unveil that and like pull back their curtains and get to a place of vulnerability and surrender and be like okay you put these desires on my heart what do I do today to fulfill that mm-hmm. what what can you do what can I what can do you control yeah what can I do today to fulfill that or who can you bring into my life 
for me to bless. You mm-hmm. know, I, that's something I started praying too. I'm like, Lord, if there's somebody you need me to help, please allow us to cross paths today. Like, mm-hmm. let me fulfill that purpose. And I just feel like it, it, by doing that, it also fulfills me with happiness and joy and I'm not, I might not necessarily even be, in, be doing something for myself. You know, I feel like we get so selfish in this world, but we have to realize there's so much more to just us. I'm so glad you brought up the bugs because in this Matthew 6 passage, um, it tells you to consider the birds. Mm-hmm. Like, do they worry about tomorrow? They're, they're God's creation, too. Do they worry about tomorrow? No. They don't run around, like, storing up food so they can eat tomorrow. They just wake up every morning, start singing their songs. They go and they peck on the ground their food, like what God has provided for them that day. Mm-hmm. And they build their little nest, and then they go to sleep, and they wake up and do the same thing again mm-hmm. tomorrow. Like, they, they are focused on what today brings. Yeah. What berries bring are going to come my way today. Yeah. And that's really what it boils down to, y'all. Like, it just boils down to really diving into yourself and uncovering the ugly things about yourself that you don't want to, you don't want to talk about. You don't necessarily have to talk about, but sometimes those things and judgments can pull us further from our purpose and from living in our purpose because we have put these, um things on us that are not true, whether it be self-limiting beliefs or negativity or a family member doesn't believe that we should particularly live this way or they might not believe in our religion or, you know, there's just so many, so much noise from the outside world. But when I feel like when you can really tune in to the inner part of you and understand that each day has a purpose and as long as you focus on that, then before you know it, you'll look back and so much time has passed and you're fulfilled already, mm-hmm. even though you don't have the things that you want, if yeah. that makes sense. Right. And it's not about our wants. Yeah. At all. It's not. But, I mean, we're human and yeah. we have these wants. And he, I I feel like he does put these desires mm-hmm. on our hearts, which, ha- which are wants to an extent. Yeah. And he wants to give us these things. Mm-hmm. But he, he can see the bigger picture, mm-hmm. whereas we can only see right now yeah you know so um i just want to tell this cool story that happened today um so while we were worshiping um one of the ladies you know just started like weeping and so i walked over there and i like gave her a hug and this um she was just telling she was saying kept saying like god is so good he's just so good like he's just so good I was like, yes, amen. Yes, he is. And, you know, after worship, she was like talking about how he's always holding on to us and he's our strength and, and all the, and yeah. And so she like left to go with the kids and then preacher man (laughs) started reading the Psalm for the day. And it was, um, talking about how he just holds us and he's our strength and, and that was, like, kind of what she was saying is that, like, he always holds on to us and always comforts us. And and so he was like, somebody go read that because she had went and taken the kids to the kids' room or whatever. And she was, somebody go read that to her because I feel like she needed, needed to hear that. And he, for whatever reason, some kind of divine intervention told him to send me out there to go read this psalm to her and the kids. And so I did. 
got up and went out there you know willing heart obeyed yes sir let's do it and went in read the psalm to the kids and then when I walked out this man was coming in the door of the church and you know he had a, a letter in his hand and kind of like looking around not knowing where to go confused and I just like I thought this guy was you know new to the wanted to hear what we had going on um so I waved at him and smiled and he like kind of waved at me to come towards him and he told me that he was deaf and he had a letter written talking about his wife had passed away and he was needing some help and so I just sat there like for a second I was like what am I gonna do like this man can't hear anything that I say but then um I just felt like the Lord was like well just write it down like he wrote you a note like you write him a note and so I just like wrote down you know like what's your name I'm Sierra do you want to come sit with us which I kind of thought was silly because you know he can't hear um but that's just what I felt like the Lord's called me to do so that's what I did and I kind of like got someone else to come out there and kind of like validate like is it okay if this guy comes in um but then we ended up being able to he sat and listened well I don't know what he heard or listened but the whole time I kept praying for the Lord to just like meet something like meet some kind of need like let him hear or read the lips or put something up on the screen that he would be able to understand and and then we were able to like help him out and meet a couple of his needs and I wrote him a, a letter to send him off with just telling him like you know you're always welcome here God loves you he can fulfill anything that you need um if you'll just trust in that and believe in that and I told him like you know God has brought sight to a blind man he can give hearing to a deaf man <laughs> I was gonna I don't know um anyway I just thought it was like a beautiful picture of purpose and like this lady was talking about you know God is always here to comfort you and then we read that psalm that said something about comforting and then I got sent out to go read to her and then when I came out like he was coming in and he needed to be comforted and then he sat down and he got what he needed and it was just like wow like what if I would have been like too nervous to go out and read to those kids or like what if I didn't have my bible with me that day and I had to send somebody else or what and then like what if I wouldn't have came out of that classroom at the same time and as I did in that guy didn't see anybody so he just left right like man that's just how that that just goes to show you like there's so much purpose in every every moment like not even like every hour every minute is useful right and And that goes to back to also like sometimes it's not always a a positive aspect mm -hmm. and you know sometimes it's you know crap just hit the fan everything's frustrating but going back to our last podcast that has to happen to fulfill the greater picture and the Mm -hmm. main purpose of what he has planned you know and that's just something we have to keep in mind is every day has a purpose every day has opportunities but we have to be in a place of obedience where we can be able to fulfill those and be able to see those when they come to us Mm -hmm. for sure when it's um it's like every I just like there's something in every minute and every hour of every day like if we can just get to this place of intentional intentionality to just see it mm-hmm. and just always be looking for the opportunities, mm-hmm. like just 
the outcome is going to be something more than we could ever imagine. For sure. That's, that's crazy that you say that. Cause I'm going to tell a story. Um, it was a couple months ago, whatever. We went out to the bar to play pool and stuff like that. I had only drank like one beer. I was not in the mood to really drink or anything, but I had met this man and the group that I was with, um, was intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had met this man and we had just got to talk and he taught me some tricks on how to play pool and stuff. And before I knew it, he started taught, he actually owned a bunch of rental properties and he started talking about, you know, how he bought his first one and then what he did to buy his next one and then what he does to do this and to make passive income. And that's totally up my alley. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea, you know. But if I was in a place of intoxication, I wouldn't have been able to have that opportunity to learn from him as to what he did mm-hmm. to take back for me to grow into my career and what I want to do. And I just feel like there's so many, even at the places you wouldn't think, like the bar, playing mm-hmm. pool, you know. We just have to be in a place to see those opportunities, Mm -hmm. you know. I thought that was good, too. And just always be watching. Always. Always. Um, So I'm really going to wrap it up, but I do want to point out this um, little passage I read earlier. And it just says, don't let the chaos and crowds distract you from your purpose. God has a plan for you, even if you are surrounded by disagreement, whether that comes from within or outside sources. So be purposeful today and every day. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I, that that makes me think of Paul. Yeah. Like, he was being persecuted and beaten and all these things, but he knew his purpose. And he was not going to let anything from, like, being in a prison cell stop him from from doing that. And, like, even while he was in prison, like, he was singing praises to God. And we all know what happened. Those prison cells, like, broke open wide. Right. And, like, he was, like, free to go. And... And that just goes to, that just goes to say, like, you know, I can't, I can't be, I'm going to be honest. I can't say if somebody beat me today when I was fulfilling a purpose that I would, I would want to say I have this strength, but I don't know. You know, that takes, that takes a lot. And that takes a lot of the Holy Spirit within you to be able to continue to move within that purpose because like, I I don't know if I just got beat up at a gas station, you know, like it's just kind of, (laughs) that's just. That's amazing to me. Yeah, I think, and it also just kind of makes me think, like, when, you know, you're going, like, as you're growing up, you know, your parents tell you, you know, always, like, remember what you stand for. Always remember what you believe. Like, don't let anybody, like, try to persuade you into something different. Like, always be strong in who you are. Mm -hmm. But it's hard, like, with peer pressure and, you know, the ways of the world, like, we get caught up. And a lot of times we have to learn the hard way and learn by trial and error and failure. And But the great thing is, like, our God is a God of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And He his mercies are new every day. So when we do stumble and we do mess up and we get caught up, like, if we, do we just bring ourselves back, reel it in a little bit, you know, sing a song of worship, read a verse, like, just remember who you are in the Lord and He will get you through today and tomorrow to fulfill your purposes. Amen. Amen. I also want to say, um, sometimes you might be the only voice for someone in their life. So, um, if you can speak truth and life into them, always be encouraging and positive. Um, sometimes, you know, they just need that. Mm -hmm. They need your, they need your positivity and encouragement, even if it's a, a situation where you might not necessarily understand what they're going through or might not necessarily understand why they chose to do this or that. There's always a truth and you always want to speak that in that life into somebody. So without further ado, 
let's take this week and go be a light for someone, shall we? Let's do it. Bye, y'all. Bye.